with Aaron Cowell. I throw balls far. You want good words? Data language. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. And now here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Cow with the Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. Good Friday morning out there, Western Oklahoma. Welcome to the Skinny on Sports right here on 98.1 FM, the Sports Animal. It is a Garrison Financial Friday. Scott is not in studio, but he is the next best thing, and that is on the phone live with us, headed to OKC. Scotty G, what is up, man? Hey, guys. How's everybody doing this morning? We're doing well. Jared and I, we both kind of look a little bit bags under our eyes from travel and high school basketball and well, that's, all the different things. That's not it for things. me. Oh. I got home at a normal time. Oh. It's just that it, it's what I call the perfect storm is because Canute won. You know what they did? What? No school tomorrow. Uh, Go to the game. So children. And also my wife, she had uh, today off. So that's when the house goes crazy because nobody had to go to bed early. So I'm laying there. Go to bed. Go to bed. Okay, that's, that's why the back's <laughs> underneath my eyes. Well, okay, so that's uh, Jared. He didn't have much that's of a day a- yesterday. <laughs> I worked about 16 hours. That's why there's bags under my eyes, Scott. Well, I mean, at least somebody's putting in the labor, you know? Hey, you know, I, as Jim says, somebody's got to carry the station on their back. Oh, what, what does it say on. about Jared that, that his whole family's trying to celebrate and he's wanting everybody to go to bed? <laughs> Uh, ball you know, humbug. He, he's like he's I like mean, the Scrooge of the basketball playoffs. That's not it. He re, he reminds me of Ron when we would take ski trips, family ski trips. You know. No, I don't even want to know about Ron. I don't even I don't Who's even want to know the backstory on that one. I can only imagine. We were always at the lift line at like seven fifteen, like an hour before it opened, but. You know, by like six o'clock in the evening, it was. Well, you guys need to quiet down. Stop <laughs> <going> to sleep. <laughs> That's funny. That's good. Hey, seriously, you're driving where? You're don't driving to Oklahoma City. I, I'm actually getting around to drive. I, I should have already been gone, but my lovely wife, who is, I, I tell you what, guys, these teachers. Careful. My wife has been sicker than a dog oh. all week, and she missed one day, and. uh she brought it home to me, and I mean, I'm I'm contemplating dying. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't do it. Don't do it. let me be the first to say, don't do it. <laughs> Wait till your contract runs out first <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't do it right now, please. <laughs> well, I, was, I, mean, I, was hoping- I don't know how these teachers do it, man, and they do it for nothing, uh, and they, you know, just uh, just. Thank the teachers that you see. I'll just say that. I, I agree with that. I was hoping uh, you can give us a travel report because there's been um, some some reports of, but not now, Aaron. Aaron's looking at me like right now. What? Not like later today, maybe some some slight ice what? on the roads. You haven't heard this? No, that's brand new news to me. Are you serious? I'm serious. Watch the news, man. Well, it was 70 yesterday, so I don't think it's going to, or two days ago. It was ago, 70 so yesterday? Two days ago it was, so I don't think it's going to stick around long. Well, I, well, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I apparently I better take a look before I head out. Maybe I don't need to go to the city today. All I've heard was just watch, is, watch it over, uh, you know, bridges and overpasses. Just be careful. But that's yeah, not. It, is, but I'm trying to figure out a timeline. That's why I was curious if you're already on the road or not. So, 
We'll see. Well, golly, I don't think the guy on the road has got to – I mean, I'm not watching the weather as I'm going to be driving. <laughs> well, there is a thing called a radio that has weather reports. Maybe maybe, maybe stop, it with, stop it with the podcast and the satellite radio and listen to local radio. I think you'd be good to go. I, I saw it on the radio, right? There you go. That's exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. That's it. All right, you told me you had some juicy stuff for this week. Uh, have at it. Go ahead. Well, first, I'm excited. I'm, I'm I hopefully a sport that I never watched um, and that I would never do because it looks incredibly painful. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to go by the state wrestling tournament yes. today. We got three different Elk City wrestlers that are going to be up there today. That is right. Madison Holiday on the girls' side. Yep. Aiden Long and who was the other one? And, um, and Braxton. Yeah, uh, Robertson. 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 Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, gonna go watch those guys twist each other up and 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 girl and uh, that's uh, yeah. I'm excited. I I I never really paid much attention to it. Of course, we didn't have it at Elk City when I was in school and started kind of watching a little bit of it and man i don't know if you guys have ever been to a match but if you haven't folks if you haven't been to a match you need to go check one out it is incredibly intense that is the that is the true definition of mono a mono there is and they even <laughs> they even have a little circle there that you can't run you you have to i mean it is it is man or woman up time when you get inside that that, that circle that's it that's it. You know, luckily I didn't do it because I'm so pretty. I mean, <laughs> if I if I didn't have these beautiful ears, would yeah. Melissa have even talked to me? I'd say you would look pretty weird with uh, standing beside her with cauliflower ears sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> well, nobody looks at me when I'm standing beside her anyway. That's fair. That's, that's a good point, that's too. That's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> I have the same problem. I, I, I feel you for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... I'll stop self-deprecating and and get into so so. All right, how many episodes have you guys watched of Full Swing? Zero. Full Swing. I haven't watched any. You're I, kidding me. me! Hey, listen, it's basketball season. Yeah. You not hear us? It, it, we can't watch TV. My son has watched one or two, and he thought it was really he he, he loved the Jordan Spieth Justin Thomas uh, episode. Yeah, I heard it's great. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. It's well. I guess if you're if you're a golf fan, I guess it's fantastic. If you're not a golf fan, you probably wouldn't care much for it. But it's it's pretty intense. Uh, I, I'll tell you one thing: um, young athletes, young 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 men out there looking around. If a woman sounds like Brooke Kupka's wife, just mm-hmm. go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> now that sounds like audio we need to get. <laughs> She only had one interest in that relationship, and she, it, it's pretty obvious. And she's laying by their pool uh, in their multimillion-dollar facility there, and she says, I'm just kind of worried about the future. He's not winning like he was. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Now, wait a minute. Isn't, isn't she a bikini model? Jenna, what was her name? Jenna something. It's funny you should mention that because, like two thirds of her bikini was missing while she was well, laying by the pool. Hello. Okay, what episode is this, and at what time in the episode does this occur for our research I, it purposes? Was, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was the third or fourth, somewhere around there. I don't know, but 
I saw something really interesting on there, and so, uh, okay, there's no way I'm going to pronounce it correctly. Sahith Sigala? Oh, yeah. Is that it, Kenny? Mm-hmm. That's close. Mm-hmm. Very close. Okay, so he wins, at, I think it was the Waste Management, he wins $450,000 for second, third place. I think it was third place. Four hundred and fifty grand. What? And, and that is what is absolutely mind blowing. Four hundred and fifty thousand dollars for third place. That's five times the annual salary in the United States. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is over a thousand times the annual salary in his native country of India. Holy Moses! Wow. Over a thousand times the annual salary. All right, and so then I started. I started diving in, and then I saw another deal on Golf Digest. I don't know if you saw this. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. It says if you finish eleventh in every designated PGA Tour in twenty three, mm-hmm. you'd earn more than eight point five million dollars. That would have been enough to win eight of the last 15 money titles on the tour. Yes, because they, they've come away with these does. Here, here's the problem for Sahith. He got third last year. If he had got third this year, it would have been a milli. Because the, the waste management is one of those designated tournaments where the the purse has been elevated. Uh, the winner got $3.6 million. John Rahm knocked out. Was it Rahm that won that one? No, 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 no. It wasn't Rahm. It was, uh, uh, gosh. Back to back Super Bowl day. Uh, Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler. He, yeah, yeah, he went three point six milli. <laughs> hey, think about this. I love that you brought in. I had no idea what you're going to talk about. And I love that you're talking about the the golf stuff. So Rom, in this year, the wraparound season. So whenever it started in what October, which he's not playing very many of those until it gets all the way uh, to January. In the in the I think it's five events that he's played, or maybe six so far this year, he has won nine point four million dollars. To put that into perspective, the amount of money that's out there now versus uh, back in the day, that nine point four million dollars equals the career earnings of Jack, Arnie, and Gary Player combined. That is insane, oh insane amount of money. And and here's the thing, the one the one thing that all those guys hate, I feel like you got to give them a little bit of credit for jacking these purses up, and that is their friends on Live Golf. This never happens to this extent without the Live Golf guys coming along and Live Golf jacking never. up the money for the, the the PGA Tour had this stuff. Uh, you know, they did a great job of, of following your strategy, which is save their money, rat hole their money, and not give it to the players at the extent that the players wanted it, obviously. And it's, I mean, all they had to do was say one thing, and here it comes. So it's not like they created a new revenue stream all of a sudden. No, 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 no. They've had this stockpiled for years and years and years. <laughs> no, they were advancing the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> growing the game. Isn't that – so that's where I was going with all of this, okay? Does that not remind you of something that we were talking about a few months back? 
about the about people how... behind the scenes growing the game internationally. Mm-hmm. It's FIFA. That's exactly what That's... it is. All of those guys in charge of the PGA Tour were just sitting back just with their feet up, taking private jets when they when their wife wanted to go shopping for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and and paying these players beans. However, I mean, John Rom. That means John Rom made four hundred and seventy thousand dollars per day working. That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, per eighteen <laughs> holes. Yeah, per round he knocked down. No, no, more than that. Look, I figure four days. In oh a, yeah, four yeah. Days in a tournament. Yeah, in, right? in that many tournaments. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, four days in the tournament. So he made four hundred and seventy grand a day. Yeah, so far that, that's a pretty good clip so far this year. Yeah, so, I mean, so Scheffler made nine hundred thousand a day because he, he he won three point six million out there at Phoenix. So yeah, yeah nine hundred grand each round. That's pretty good. I, I don't know that we make that much out here at Elk City Golf and Country <laughs> Club. <laughs> I'd settle for nine bucks a round. Yeah, I think uh, my my best season might have been like three hundred and twenty eight dollars in different tournaments. <laughs> See, I'm lucky to win a hat. <laughs> so sometimes Jared plays so bad they take the way they take away the free stuff. Like, wait, 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 wait. Like, give me those sleeve of balls yeah, back. Where did your goodie bag go? We're we don't need want that. to lose these. <laughs> and then and then the sad part is he still has the sleeve of balls like the the trash. And he just kind of dumps it upside down and go, well, they're already gone. <laughs> That's what happened out there today. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm a quick, living mo- joke. Moment of, <laughs> moment of pride for myself. I bought uh, some new some new balls from Alex the other day. Yes. Played 18 holes. No, excuse me. I played uh, 27 holes because I walked nine holes after I played 18. And I was playing with the same ball. Very nice. That you know what that always makes you feel good. Yeah, that turns into my goal when I golf. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep the same ball this round. I don't care what the score is. Let's just not lose it. I, that that might be a first in in twenty years of golf for me. That might be the first time that's ever happened. Played it whole twenty. He played a round and a half with the exact same golf ball. Here I, I got on the text line when you're talking about the the full swing, <clears throat> and I've heard this from multiple people. Uh, I've heard that people will fall in love with Joel Damon. Oh, he's fantastic! Oh, I lose you. No, nope, you're no, there. We're, we're okay, yeah, yeah. He was just a super cool guy. That's like, yeah, yeah. If I, you know, if I'm, if I'm out there. I'm out there. If I'm not, I'm not. That's pretty good perspective. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It, it, I, and I'm sure that there's a lot of players that probably hate him that he can have that perspective and still be competitive at the game. Yeah, that's exactly right, and, and maybe, but at the same time, maybe it ought to tell some of those guys that would feel like that that their perspective could change a little bit. That's a that's a pretty good point. Did I hear who was was that you talking about how much better Tiger, how much more enjoyable it is yeah. to, to listen to Tiger talk now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it just yeah. seems like you know he see to and to me that that tells me. One, he's—I think he's mellowed a little bit with old age, and also becoming a dad. I think that—I think that definitely kind of settles him down a little bit. But two, I also think because he's able to 
kind of step back a little bit and, and, and be the way he is now versus the way he was. I also think that gives you just a little glimmer into his mental side of the game that, you know what, he's more happy to be out there and not as concerned about winning than he's going to let on with all the sound bites he's going to give. Well, do you, I mean, don't you think he should be? I mean, oh, 100%. Almost died from a nine iron to the side of the head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two, two different car wrecks. Uh, I mean, the guy is lucky to be alive. Yeah. He is a cat, isn't he? He's got nine <laughs> yeah, lives. Yeah, and he's spent about seven of them, so better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, guys, that's what I got for today. I've, I've got to get around and, and head that way and. And go watch our Elks, and and uh, hopefully our basketball teams can get some things done and, and look forward to watching some of this small school basketball. I'm going to try to head up to the big house for the small school state stuff next week, too. So, Well, fantastic. If, you're in the, if, if we all happen to converge next Friday morning uh, inside the big house, then we'll just do the show from there. Hey, yeah, yeah, that sounds great, guys. You All guys right. have a great day. All right, man. Thanks, Scott. Have Thanks, a good Scott. one. Be careful. See ya. All right, that is Scott Garrison. It's Garrison Financial Friday. Good stuff. As always. That uh, that money stuff blows you. It just blows you away. It's hard to fathom. I can't Tour. even think about making that much money for well, playing, four, you know, three rounds of golf, four I'm, rounds of golf. I can't, I can't no. imagine that. I can't just comprehend that, and I will never make that much money in my lifetime. It just that's crazy to think. And then you ever sit back and we all do this, right? If I won the lottery, I would do this. I you ever think about that? Like if I had that much money, well what would you do? What would be like your first major purchase? Like if you won like the lottery or a money like that, an amount of money like that. What would you buy? what would you buy? Uh I can't say what I want to say on the air. Oh, come on. Not, I don't think you can say that. Like a jet? Nothing? Like a. Uh, so the question is, what would you do if you had a couple like, million dollars? Like, like, I, you know, we all, you know, listen, I drove a lot yesterday and, you know, we drive a lot during the playoffs and you think, right? And I'm like, well, okay, if I hit the jackpot, if I got the mega millions, whatever, and I just, money was not an option, what would be the first purchase? What would it be? In honor, for, uh, in honor of Lawrence from Office Space. What a stapler! Two chicks at the same time. <laughs> oh, that! Oh, oh, Lawrence! I told I you I couldn't here. say it. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> no, probably. Well, right now in my current state of life, uh, a home here wouldn't have to worry so much about getting out of the one there. Or just build a buy land and build a home. Even that. How much is land uh, south of town here? I don't know. Right. And if we had all that walk kind of, out of your back porch, and if we had right. all that kind of money, we wouldn't have to listen as much to the curly-headed one. Just say, you know what, pipe down. I got this. Simmer down over there. <laughs> okay, I may get fired. Um, Garrison Financial. It's a Garrison Financial. What, what would you do? Honestly, I would take. You know what I've always wanted to do. Outside of, I mean, money can't buy you a round at Augusta National, but money can buy you tickets to the Masters. And the oh, first yeah. major purchase oh, yeah. I would make would be uh, walking out of the studio into the, hey, I'm not going to be here for these days, pile of papers in my office, and taking off for around uh, to go watch the Masters. So, listen to the question carefully. What would be the first thing I'd buy? 
not like a long term thing because right. you know the very first thing I'd buy. I would drive over to one of our fine dealerships and buy a brand new truck right off the lot. Oh wow! Just I mean, with all the that would be the very one hundred percent first thing splurge. Like you know what, money's not an option. Yeah, I'd probably do that too. You that- know what I mean? Very first thing, but then later down it would be something like investing in a in a certain company and uh, upgrading some things and. Oh, make- no thanks, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's about passion in life, man. I'm it's not about doing what that. you want, but. Um, but that'd be the very first thing. Maybe a new house. Making sure there's enough left over for kids' colleges. Stuff like that. But, yeah. Back, we could have a long conversation about what we would want to buy, right? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've always wanted to go play golf at, in Scotland. Oh, Yeah. Like a Scottish trip. With yeah, I the think boys. the next thing would be a trip, like, something like that. Yeah, Hawaii. Go, go somewhere. I think everybody wants to go to Hawaii. TJ's oh. right. First, the first major thing you ought to do. Ten percent to the big guy, but in this case, it's not Joe Biden. It's the real big guy. Of course. That that's honorable. That's good. That's that's a good thing. That's a good thing. No doubt. Yeah. And I might have to give it an extra couple of dollars so I can be the ju- one of the judges at. Uh, cookies cakes and pies oh my it's coming up in march over at our church on sunday evening it's the bake-off it's the annual sweets bake-off everyone in the everyone that wants to participate makes either cookies a cake or pie oh my oh my is right (laughs) i was able to be a judge i can't i think i judged cookies last year and let's be honest i need to be a judge i clearly know i agree with i clearly know what good food is yes I agree with that. It should be a no-brainer that I'm a judge. Would you Would you invest in? Think of it in terms of your kid of Wyatt. Would you invest into the school athletic system or? Yeah, we'll see. What about a new press box at Big Elk Stadium? I mean, if I have enough money to be doing all this stuff, am I really going to be there on Friday night? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in your own personal lounge seat, and <laughs> that's true. You know, you could buy your buy the press box. I have like a constant massage on our shoulders go, as we do the uh, game, and we're gonna have a lounge room. It's gonna be the skinny lounge room, and it's only accessible to me. Yeah, you can't even get in there. You got to be on there. I'll run a cord to you. Little, little punch cord. No, you're not even working. Just go and watch the games. Oh, I don't have to work. You yeah. <laughs> Then that way I can critique who is working. Send text messages the whole time about how you're doing it wrong. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, the phone would be turned off. <laughs> You'd find a way, though. <laughs> You'd buy me a phone that would not turn off. Just knock on the door the whole time. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, you know, in terms like that, I would think of um, throwing money into the school system my oh, kids sure. go to, you know. Yeah, there's a. That, that's what I think about when I go to vote. I'm like, okay. It's not going to affect my kids now, but in immediate future, maybe it will. You know, transportation issues, stuff like that. Well, I might give just a nice little, right off a little nice little check. And, and there's go, a yeah, nice. there's a building out there, Southtown, that's being constructed right now that wouldn't have any problem getting done, whatsoever. Maybe and, a little, maybe a few add-ons. <laughs> yes, <laughs> could be. Nah, yeah, we go could on forever very like well this. be. Yeah. All right, Scott Garrison. He was on the horn with us. Garrison Financial Friday. Uh, Scott's located at 124 North Main here in Elk City. Scott at SoonerWealth.com is his email address. It's that time of year. It's tax time. It's time to get planning for the next year uh, with the the tax stuff so everybody can 
get everything together uh, right now. Scott does a great job. Uh, he's helping us out uh, with the golf course out there, and he's done uh, fantastic work with that. So we really appreciate him. Appreciate him joining us on the phone this morning. Absolutely. Always good stuff from him. When we come back. Ah, look at there. I've got that sitting here in front of me. That's interesting. Yeah, it is Friday. I literally have it right here. We'll talk about that next Sa- week. Sam's yeah. picture is prettier than this one. <laughs> yeah, we'll hit the high school hoops next. Skinny on Sports right here on the Sports Animal. Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018, and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific states referenced. Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice. The Skinny on Sports. Mock. Yeah. Ing. Yeah. Welcome back, Skinny on Sports. Whoa. Whoa. That sounded kind of weird. Sound good to me. Like I had some spit in my mouth. Oh, uh, yeah. Kind of skinny. Well. Anyway, Skinny on Sports, <laughs> 98.1 FM, the Sports Animal. Still have a donut from No, I didn't or? get any donuts. Oh. I went and got coffee. Oh, okay. Hey, it is Friday. You mentioned Friday, and guess what Friday means this time of year? For uh, six yeah. consecutive Fridays, it's the St. Matthew's Fish Fry Youth Fundraiser. All you can eat, catfish. I assume catfish. Whatever fish. Doesn't really say that. You fish, Aaron, fries. It's Western Oklahoma. Maybe there's a. a, a we think pl- it's tilapia. A plethora of fish. Trout. <laughs> fish, fries, hush puppies, coleslaw, homemade beans, and here is the kicker, Jared. Homemade desserts. Bakeries. There's a, tons of bakeries around here that make great food. There's no doubt about it. We've got some donuts in there. It is catfish. I had a feeling it was. Me too. But I don't know if there's a better bakery on earth than when you go and have fresh homemade desserts from the church ladies. And it doesn't even matter what church you're going to. No. Every church has the church ladies that make incredible desserts. You say church lady, I think of that skit. Dana Carvey. (laughs) But it's uh, five to seven. For the next six Saturdays, cash, checks, credit cards, all you can eat, St. Matthew's Catholic Church, 3001 East Highway 66 Access Road here in Oak City on the east northeast side of town. $15 for adults, $10 for students, under five years old, eat free. Guess they don't think <laughs> the five-year-old can pack it away. Yeah. Oh, probably not. I mean, I have a six-year-old, but when she was five, she could pack it away. Especially when we uh, bribe her with dessert after the meal. 
See, here's here's what I here's what I would find myself doing. Getting there and grabbing dessert first. Making sure you had it secured. Just making sure you have dessert because you don't know what's going to happen during that meal. Right. And if the rapture happens while you're sitting there eating fish, <laughs> you'd be disappointed that you didn't get a bite of that chocolate cake that Norma cooked or somebody made. You know what I'm saying? So you got to get in there, get get in there on the dessert first, and then go fire through the catfish. Catfish, it's delicious, it's good stuff. Out of the Catholic Church, uh, I have an update. Tucker Family Beef ate for state. Claimed a couple of victims yesterday. I didn't even look at that. Couple of victims were claimed. There are now only three participants with all 32 teams left. Is that us included? Did you look at us? I did not look at us. Who dropped? I mean, what teams? The one that claimed the most victims was the Garber Girls. Garber Girls are out. Oh, I got it right here. Let me look at my list here. I write everything down. I'm old school. The Garber Girls claim the majority of the victims. So That would, the, that would be Class B. Class A. Class, class A, A girls. Ha-ha! Did not have the Did not Garber, have Garber girls. girls. Now, who uh, who do you have? Let me see your deal. And I can I, I kind of remember. Top I one. Can, I can tell you if you're still alive. All your A teams are still alive. All your uh, Class A boys are still alive. Class B girls are still alive. Okay. So I'm still kicking Class with 32. Class B boys are all still alive. You're at 32. Fantastic. We'll Joey see. Scott, Wayne Willard, and Justin Jefferson, all 32 still going. The list of 31s is a long one. It is Coach Ham, both Baker, or three Bakers, Peyton and Nick, and also Bryce E.B., Jeremy Robbins, Tony Loudon, Sam has 31. The uh, Then Jeremy Gray and Dakota, all with 31. The 30s include our man Billy Goodwin, Joe, Wynn, and Jimmy Clark. Great stewards of land. There's a bunch that could go out today. So that's where the Tucker Family Beef 8 for State sits. Three out on top of big group one back and two you know joe jimmy and billy still not near out of it even for this weekend much less when we start picking the brackets next week let's talk about what happened yesterday uh i'll just run down the paragon scores and a couple from close um i was over at weatherford uh, for 4a regional action the elk city elks really got outplayed for a majority of that game clinton the clinton red tornadoes Coach Bliss had those guys ready to go. They were very good. Uh, Trevon Williams and Chaz Rivers combined for 35, I think, and they made 10 threes between the two of them. Rivers had six himself for a game-high 20, or a, a team-high 20. And Clinton controlled the action throughout most of it, but in the fourth quarter, really about the second half of the fourth quarter, the Elks – were able to to create a couple of turnovers. They really started trying to speed the tempo up a little bit. You could tell that Clinton wanted to, you know, play it in the half court, slow it down, and get the right shot, in, in which they did a good job of. Uh, but the Elks end up winning fifty to forty five. How about this? I I cannot remember a game like this in the years that I've done high school basketball. Neither team missed a free throw. Oh wow! 
everybody was perfect. That's refreshing, isn't seven it? Seven for seven for Clinton, 13 for 13 for the Elks. That's, uh, that's kind of a ref- – that's kind of uh yeah, it was kind of gives, gives me faith back in these kids yeah. practicing free throws. It was yeah. uh, Cole Bowie was huge in the fourth quarter, huge, but huge in the fourth quarter. He was nine for nine in the fourth. It seemed like the ball was in his hands when Clinton started to foul, and he made every one of them. Uh, so the Elks move on with a fifty to forty five win over Clinton. They'll play at seven thirty tonight against Blanchard. Those two teams have met this season. Blanchard ended up winning sixty three thirty six, but they really poured it on in the fourth quarter. It's closer game than that throughout. Uh, but that's going to be a tough task uh, today for the Big Elks to keep their season going. The girls' game in the regional winners bracket of the 4A uh, over there in Weatherford, man, the Elkettes, uh they were fighting uphill all night long, trailed by 13 at halftime, played a splendid third quarter. Uh, Abby Robbins had all eight of her points in the third quarter, hit back-to-back threes, and went into the fourth quarter just a six-point game with the Elks, uh, with the Elkettes starting with the basketball. They had a couple of turnovers. Next thing you know, things snowballed, and Weatherford outscored them nineteen to nothing for the first seven fifty of the fourth quarter uh, to blow the Elkettes out. Addy Cup hit a three, and then Weatherford threw one in at the end as well. Uh, so, uh, just uh, close, but no cigar for the Elkettes as they fall. Uh, da, 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 da. What was the final score of that one? Sixty. It was sixty-two to uh, thirty-seven. It was twenty-five points at, at the end of it yeah i thought i wrote that down but i guess some I of those scores are not as yeah it was a closer game oh there it is closer, yeah 62 yeah. 37 when it was the, it, when the fouling stuff happens you got well it just the Elkets just couldn't score in the fourth quarter you give weatherford credit uh you know it's it it's one of those anomalies in a game like that but you had one team pressing 94 feet the entire game mm-hmm. another team sitting back in a 2-3 zone the team pressing shot 22 free throws the team that wasn't shot two it's interesting but it's just the aggressiveness of what Weatherford was doing, you know, that it it gets rewarded a lot of times, and that's what happened last night. And they did a great job from the free throw line as well as Lady Eagles. I think there were 16 of 22 uh, from the free throw stripe. Uh, really good, uh, Weatherford was. And, and, you know, they're number five in the state for a reason. Yeah, so the Elkettes will fall into to, uh, this afternoon, 1.30, season on the line against Paul's Valley. Uh, real quick, also up in uh, 2A in the regional tournament, the Oilerettes of uh, Merritt just rolled up with Tonga 50-23. to 23. So they're into the regional finals. And then the Merritt boys will play today as well because they knocked off Watonga 62-40 to 40 yesterday. They get Hobart. So Hobart and Merritt at 3 o'clock in the 2A boys regional consolation bracket. You were over in Chickasha with Canute, and Canute handled the Empire pretty well. Yeah, nice bounce back win for him after losing the Surreal um, last Saturday. Canute uh, <clears throat> winning forty six to twenty four is a ten point game at half, and then um, the two stars of Canute were names who have been saying a lot this year. Destiny Jackson, she finished with twenty five points. Kylie Smith with eighteen, and and the big star. And I'll say it again. And I was kind of, uh, I felt felt pretty good about myself when Coach Ridling kind of mentioned that defense when we had her on. Well, it showed up again. Uh, they were fantastic, suffocating pressure, pressure, pressure to the point. Empire threw the ball away uncontested more often than not because they were rushing their passes or the recipient was start, took their eyes off the ball and was starting to look for who's going to come up and guard me as soon as I catch this, and it would go through her hands. That happened more often than not yesterday, and that's thanks, and again, in large part to that uh, swirling defense from uh, the Trojanettes. Um, only three Trojanettes scored. I mentioned uh, Jackson Smith. Jade Gray put a three in, but – when you have Destiny Jackson scoring 25 points and, and 
Kylie Smith scoring 18. It was like they were taking turns. What you don't really need anybody else, but the others did good things. Emily Cantwell, I mentioned Jade Gray, Taylor Butler. I want to point out Taylor because she had the task of taking on this sophomore for Empire. Keep an eye on her because she looks like she's she's going to grow into this really good basketball player. Uh, her name is Mia Curtis. Um, real stout, uh, big. I don't like to describe girls as big, but you know what I'm trying to say. A nice post player. Um, every time she got it, Taylor would front her up, and it would be a one-on-one battle. It's kind of something I was circling before the game, like something the matchup to watch. And yeah, she had six points, but Taylor made it more frustrating for her over and over again. And plus, Taylor took the attention away. Uh, from Destiny and Kylie at times with her presence down low, and it opened up that perimeter shooting and then allowed Kylie to get in on one-on-one situations down low. And, and then the transition offense was spectacular for Canute. Empire knew it going in. They would only throw a half-court set at him, defensive set, trying to prevent uh, breakaway uh, transition offense. But Kylie's speed, her quick, quick first step, got him more often than not. Then Destiny hit three three-pointers. So hopefully that continues because today – they take on a very tough Turpin team uh, who is, I would describe as rolling right now um, without looking how many games they've won in a row, but it's I mean, it's there. And um, they took on Rorica last night, and I watched them. And someone asked me, who would you describe Turpin as, uh, like if you compare him to somebody that Canute's already played, and I would describe him like they would they would comp to Arapaho. You know, good guards. Um, move the ball well. I mean, fantastic movement with the ball, and they can shoot it. So, can you, um, it's going to be a completely different style. Empire wanted to get it in down low, and um, and work it from there. It's going to be a completely different style, and that canoe defense needs to rise up again, and this time really defend the perimeter. In my opinion, just from the one game I saw last night, but from my immediate reaction, I think that's uh, what's going to take. It's going to be a tough game. I'm not going to lie. Turpin is. One of those teams, again, out of the panhandle where we just kind of scratch our heads about. But they've won a lot of games. Uh, they were in that Merritt Classic Tournament. Canute didn't cross path with them. But um, they've they've beaten some good teams, and they've lost to some good teams, which is actually a good thing for your season. So it should be a fun one today, 130 over in Chickasha. Yeah, I was thinking they played Merritt close, 36-31. <clears throat> so yeah, obviously I, it's listen, a good Turpin's team. Turpin's a good team. They're not ranked, but neither was Empire. But I've said it over and over. You're playing this time of year in the area tournament you're doing something right you know who wasn't ranked last year tushka yeah class a boys state champion right they weren't ranked either um so you've got that one also that's so that's at 130 chickasha at 130 over in shawnee arapo butler the lady indian season continued yesterday with a win over coil 53 to 38 now that's not right that's not who they played they played strother I wrote, Rappo down the, I wrote down the boys. Yeah. They beat Strother 48-36. So Rappo Butler gets O'Keen. That's number nine against number 18 in Class A. Uh, and just that one step away. You win today for Canute or Arapaho. You're right there on the doorstep of the state tournament tomorrow night playing to go to the big house. So um, that game will be at 1.30. All these on ParagonTV.com. Uh, the Elkettes will take on Paul's Valley at 1.30. That's Big Elk TV and Cool 94. Uh, so then yesterday also, I, I watched, you know, with the way my schedule was, I saw z- almost zero of your game. Oh, I, I, I tuned in, like, started the fourth quarter, saw the score, yeah, and over. figured that that one was over. Right. Um, 
the Arapahoe Butler Indians season ended at the hands of Drummond, 57 to 41. So by my count, Jared, small schools, Leedy is the only boys team left, right? That we covered. Because it was just Arapahoe and Leedy yesterday. There's nobody in the area final. So it's just the Leedy Bison. You mean Class A and B schools? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, in the area. Leedy's the only one left. They they beat Timberlake 41-29. I actually got to see a bunch of this one. My, the time just worked out. I listened to it. Uh, there was a radio, a different radio station that I listened to a lot of the first half coming home mm. back here, and I had to do stuff here, and I put it up on the TV with Treasure and Lake. Uh, and so, yeah, Leedy. So Leedy is uh, the last remaining Paragon TV boys' school standing. They will take on Visai, that Dewey County rivalry, for the fourth time this year. <clears throat> Visai's beat Leedy two out of three, but Leedy got the last one uh, as they uh, won the – uh, what's uh, what was that first round of regionals? Uh, Leedy beat by size, so that game is at three o'clock this afternoon. Another uh, Class B boys team that's in from around here, Sentinel. Sentinel Bulldogs put it on Springer seventy eight forty four yesterday. So Sentinel plays Big Pasture. Big Pasture clipped Granite by two. Sentinel Granite was a great game. Big Pasture Granite was a great game. One would assume Sentinel Big Pasture would probably be a pretty good game. That's called the transitive property. That's what? the transitive property. They be, they both beat Granite by two on neutral floors. <laughs> this ought to be the longest game of all time at just a tie. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and then the Big Elks will play at seven thirty uh, tonight against Blanchard, as I mentioned earlier. So, um, I don't know. I, I I don't know if there was any real upsets that we saw yesterday, uh, at least in our area. Um, Without knowing, not knowing anything about Arapahoe, who's Arapahoe? Drummond. Drummond. I, I mean, I, I kind of maybe was leaning Arapahoe in that one, just because I've seen him three times. But, um, but Drummond probably just a better team. But no, I don't think. I think everything went by by the book. Drummond unranked. They're unranked. What's the record? Well, I'm gonna have to go to a different spot here, Jared. Is it is it happening again in Class A boys? Twenty two and seven. There it is again. Those twenty win teams that are unranked, making noise in the playoff. Isn't that crazy. Mm-hmm. So maybe it wasn't an ups. I don't know. This is why you play the game. How about this? Did you see that? No Did- one from Drummond's calling it an upset. What's that? I'm just looking. How many teams that were? Inside the top 20 had less than 20 wins. There was a few. And they're all out. Nope, Southwest Covenant. Is Southwest Covenant out? Yep. And they were ranked what? Weren't, uh, they were ranked 20th. 20th. So they're right there. Carnegie, 16th. I think they're out as well. They got they beat by – Surreal beating by one. By one. Kind of wish I stuck around for that game. I think Frontier got beat by two. They got beat by a, a ranked team, though. In Laverne, which as did as did uh, everybody else, but anyhow, Riverfield's still sitting there. They've got 19 wins. They're still going. They'll get number two, Rattan. Bet you, I bet you they didn't think they were going to get Rattan in the area consolation semis. Ouch! No, you're right. Kind of like last year. Tough draw. Last year when you roll into the Class A girls area consolation bracket, you're thinking, "Hey, yeah, we got a real chance." You look up and you got ceiling. Yeah, when they yeah when after they, they get me by Garber when they were upset. like really 
How'd this happen? <laughs> Dang it, Garber. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> not only did you not, not only do we have to play him, and now they're mad after you beat him. <laughs> uh yeah, and then uh the other games that um from teams that we didn't see yesterday because they didn't have to play. You got Hammond and Lakiba Sickles. That's a six o'clock game down in Cash, Class B girls area final. And then Lee D and Lomega, same thing, but that one's in Woodward. Class B girls area final as well. Uh, Arnett, gosh, they're playing this afternoon. Arnett and Dover, I think, is that game up in Woodward at 1.30 before Leedy and Visai, if I remember right, looking at the, the bracket. So you've got the Lady I Wildcats. Think you're right. I'm, I'm almost positive that's what that's the game. It's Arnett and Dover on the girls' side in that consolation up in the, in the area tournament. Yep. yep. And then down at Cash, Fort Cobb, and Duke. No, Boys. no, 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 girls. Oh, girls. The con- area consolation. It's Sentinel and Big Pasture on the boys' side. It is Fort Cobb, Broxton, and Mount View, Godibo. To play the loser of Hammond Lakiba. So, I think you got it all covered. Coach Rogers did a she did a heck of a job with Fort Cobb Roxton, getting them all the way a, a step away from playing to go to the state tournament. They've clearly, clearly improved. I know that Coach Ham was singing her praises over at Hinton right out of right out of the Christmas break in that tournament. Like, listen, she yeah, does a good job. She's she's a very good coach. She's a very good player too. Yeah. Yep. But where? Southwestern. Well, yeah, but... I'm just talking about South Oh, uh, okay. Oh, yeah, I remember... Uh, She's just a hair older than us. Yeah. Just barely. <laughs> we'll be back. Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018, and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs, as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific states referenced. Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice. Are you crying? Are you crying? <laughs> skinny on sports. There's no crying in baseball. It's like a Sean Wilson joke. No, it's actually funny, oh. so it can't be that. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, boy. That one kind of got me. Woo. I didn't see that. Coming. I know. When I heard it, too. I can't repeat it on the radio. Sorry, listeners. Find me later, and I'll tell you. I could. Oh. Yeah, I was like, "Hey, what's the punchline?" And then, boom. Yeah, I was sitting there thinking. Oh, really? So tell me. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, here we are. Well. Last segment of the week. Yeah. Hopefully, we're busy tomorrow, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Get some wins. And. Uh, be busy. Yeah, this is always 
to me the the in the A and B, you know, you're down there in the area finals, and you got one team is going to win their second straight game in a elimination setting mm-hmm. this afternoon, and then be able to sit around and wait to see who their opponent's going to be. That team tomorrow night is going to go through the the disappointment of having a chance to win a game to go to the state tournament and not getting it done. You know, in years past, for for a long stretch of time, it seemed like that stat that stat was always out there that around six or seven, 60 to seventy percent of the Friday night losers weren't able to to come back and win on Saturday. Feels like that number has gotten back a little closer to fifty fifty over the last handful of years. Mm-hmm. You know, because we always look back at that. Uh, we'll do it on Monday. Okay, who made it? Well, you know these four went in as winners. Okay, well, how about how did the losers go? How about those other sixteen? Seems like lately it's been about eight and eight. You know, eight of the 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 Friday night losers go, and then eight of the teams coming back through uh, go um, there with those wins on Saturday. You know, but, for for my rooting interest, I'd I'd want to know how many of those were rematches, right? That yeah. the loser earlier well, was able to. You know, obviously and, that's the hope for Canute if it's surreal again. They want to. Hopefully, learn from uh, last 100%. Saturday and, and then get you know. So, what's that stat look like? You know, 100%. a rematch and where the the loser gets the win, gets the ultimate prize of going to the state tournament. That's right. Yeah, and you know, I can remember that same situation playing out when I was a sophomore. You know, you upset a, a Weatherford team on our, the boys' side. It was very, very, very good. Yeah, but you kind of also, I think it depends on what how the, I think it depends on who won last Saturday night and whether or not they're supposed to you know, quote-unquote supposed to. Because then, especially because that team playing tonight, if they may, maybe snuck one by somebody else and the team that they snuck by, they already know is waiting, then all of a sudden I think that puts a little added pressure because you're thinking in your real heart of hearts like, damn, we don't want any part of those guys again. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Or yeah. those girls again. We right. We got by them the one time. Probably can't do it again. You know what I mean? Sure. And, yeah, Jeremy's right. Yeah, Timmy Ray and uh, Dunk Fest. I mean, he dunked it so hard on one end up at Edmond Santa Fe that we went back down, ran some offense, took a shot, we came back, and the goal was, like, still moving. <laughs> he dunked it so hard wow. that one time. That's crazy. And, and in a lot of ways, I, I think our, our senior year, we were very, we being the Big Elks, were very fortunate that Anna Darko got beat because that was one heck of a battle over inside the Dome in the regional finals. And for the first time, they beat us twice that year. And Elk City beat them in the, in the uh, regional final. I don't know that we wanted any part of that team again. Yeah. And fortunately enough, they got beat and didn't matter. Coming back out of the... And so, you know, that's just the way that went. Uh, but yeah, I, I, that, that's always so. It's always so interesting to see those, ba- especially when they are rematches from regionals, because that's what it always is, right? It's always a rematch from a regional final, or maybe even a first round of regionals. Sometimes, if another team gets hot, and it's 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 always interesting to see those 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 numbers and how they all kind of shake out, right? Yeah, Ronnie Satapoodle did dunk it pretty hard that night at Clint. That's it's true. It's very, very true. He also took the L 
You know who else took the L that night? Our buddy Brandon Kofer. He took the L that night as well. I think he's still a little sore about it all these years later. I'll let you handle that. I'm just teasing. <laughs> Might see him if he comes over for the Blanchard game. Yeah, Gary Parker definitely took the L. He also took a shot from Ty Marsh right to the cojones that night. Ooh. Or no, no, he took a shot at Ty Marsh's cojones, and then he got his neck grabbed. Oh. I thought Marsh was going to just pick him up by his neck and just hold him there. Oh, my goodness. And then the, the officials that night were Billy and Kelly Meadows. Who were the golf coaches at Woodward? Huh. Yes. You're just full of history. Today. I know. I was sitting right there on the bench. I don't think I, was, I don't think Marsh ever cussed that I remember him cussing ever, but he was really close that night. He was also really close after we lost to Weatherford at Weatherford that year in the regular season. He was mad on the bus. He might have dropped some bombs that day. I can't remember for sure. <laughs> Anyhow, fun times. Fun times were had by all. Fun times will be had by some tonight and for sure by some others tomorrow in Class A and B. On the regional side, man, I was looking back at, uh, you know, Merritt had to go through Watonga twice last year on the girls' side to get to that 2A state tournament that they did. Yeah. Both of those games were super close. Uh, I think, a, gosh, a five-point game and a four-point game uh, that Merritt was able to win both times. It kind of took me back yesterday when I saw the halftime score was 31-8. to eight. Like, whoa, Coach Doherty's team, after struggling a little bit in the first half against Sayer last week and really kind of three quarters, I think, from uh, everything I gathered. Yeah, it'd be a wake-up call. Not no more. Yeah, not no more. As they were awesome in the first half, obviously thirty-one day to win fifty to twenty-three. They play um, Fairview, right? I believe. Yes, they do. Is Fairview ranked? I don't think Fairview's ranked. I don't think so. But they it, aren't ranked. I, but it's in Hennessy. Is that right? Yeah. No, it's at Hinton. Hinton. They played at Hennessy. Merritt played at Hennessy last night, but the the main side Sub-site, is, got is Hinton. I got you now. Okay. Yeah, Fairview beat Hobart 46-42. That surprises me. That's an upset. Talk about upsets. That's that. I'm going to circle that one as an upset. I want to see what Fairview. I did. Have they done anything this year? They're ten and fourteen. I knew. I'd see. I was erase thinking, the record. Wait a minute. New playoffs. New records. Yeah, that's an upset. That's an upset. By name, it's not because you're used to Fairview being really good. Mm-hmm. And I knew that they were, at least record-wise, they weren't as good as they have been. But, man. So that's uh, Merritt's next opponent on Saturday night. Let's see, we'll, we'll have games tomorrow night. Let's see, that, that one for sure. Is that the only one for sure? Yeah, that's the only one for sure. Zelk City has to win to play tomorrow. Canute, Rappo have to win to play tomorrow. Leedy Boys have to win to play tomorrow. And if you're at Hammond and Leedy, you're hoping like you, heck that you're not you're playing not tomorrow playing, on yeah. the girls. yeah. Yeah, Oak City's got to win. Merritt boys have got to win. Let's play tomorrow. It all starts. Let's go back through that one more time. I'm going to go chronological order. At 1.30, you can hear Jared down at Chickasha with Knute and Turpin. That's Class A girls area consolation semifinal. Also at 1.30, over in Shawnee, you can hear Luke Thompson at 1.30. That's Arapo butler O'Keen Class A girls consolation semifinal. You can hear me... At 1.30 from Weatherford uh, versus, at Silk City Paul's Valley for a girls' regional consolation semifinal. 
That one's Big Elk TV. Everything else is Paragon TV. I'm also on the radio, Cool 94. At 3 o'clock, two boys games, both elimination games. Merritt and Hobart, 2A boys regional consolation semifinal on Paragon TV. Also, Leedy and Visai. Treasure and Lake will be in Woodward for Leedy and Visai. 3 o'clock, Class B boys area consolation semifinals. Then at 6 o'clock, a couple area finals down at Cash, Hammond and Lakiba Sickles. Our man Ed will be there 6 o'clock in Cash for Hammond and Lakiba Sickles. Also at 6, Treasure and Lake will be up at Woodward with Leedy Lomega. And then the nightcap will be myself over in Weatherford, Elk City, and Blanchard for a boys regional consolation semifinals. That'll be Big Elk TV and Cool 94. That about do it? Just think. We're going to do it. The next time everyone hears our voices, we will be breaking down state tournament brackets. It'll be state week. I can't believe it's already time for the state tournament in Class A and B. But here we are. Good luck to everybody. Hopefully we... Yeah, the more the merrier. Covering a few teams in state. The more the merrier. Gives us a better chance to be inside the big house Friday morning doing the show. That'd be cool. I've got, uh, I don't have the day yet, but Mark will be on, on with us sometime next week. Everybody have a great weekend. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening.